3: Host, Beth
4: Ann. And I welcome you today to CST Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Before we even get started, I'm going to throw out a little teaser for the show for where I'm going, and then we'll get right to the Lord in prayer. So the teaser is, now we know. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come and we beg for your protection over us. Protect us from the evil that is in this nation and across the world. A nation that was once supposed to be called by your name, I pray, Father, I fear right now that we are the ones who are promoting the evil. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for our apathy and our complacency and for all our sins, our personal sins and our sins as a nation. And I realize that it does no good to ask for forgiveness for a sin of a nation if the nation is going to continue its path into the darkness. Evil is hanging over this nation because we have invited it. Forgive us, a Father. For me and those listening, perhaps we did not invite it, but we did not stop it. You have made a way for our salvation. And I beg you now to give us the courage to stand, to search and to chase after your righteousness. I have fear, Father. But here I am. Here am I. Use me. Raise CSC Talk Radio up to be your voice, not mine. May I help share your love. And encourage others as well. May we, the United States of America, unite again as one nation under God. For you alone are worthy of our praise and of our songs. It is for such a time as this, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I wrote a poem this week I'm going to share with you here. And I'll tell you, it was, um, I don't remember where. We were riding somewhere. Oh, down at the lake area, I guess. And we saw a flag. Anyway, I saw a flag somewhere. (laughs) And it was all tattered. It was all torn. And I came up with this. And I've named it Tattered and Torn. I saw a tattered flag today. Her stripes were torn and oh so frayed. Upon a hill she stood unfurled. The brilliance of her stars all blurred. At first I was angry and somewhat dismayed. How could they fly, oh glory, this tattered, worn-out way? She was torn and disrespected. She was worn and so neglected. Old and faded by the sun, her once bright colors looked undone. As my gaze looked upon her, my my anger turned to shame. For that's how we the people in this nation are today. We are divided and torn, our emotions all in threads. Our colors, once diverse and proud, are now belligerent instead. As an independent people, we once could all agree our strength and honor came from our unique diversity. Now we are divided. No longer states united. Our allegiance is broken. Only angry words are spoken. May we all stop and take a deep breath. Take just a moment to concentrate and to reflect. What has changed? Our history is the same. Yet somehow we were convinced that we should be ashamed. Don't let your heart be shattered. Sometimes we all feel tattered. Sometimes we all feel torn. But rest assured, America, in freedom we were born. Though tattered and torn, still old glory freely flies, reminding us of who we are from way up in the sky. A symbol of our liberty and tragedies gone by, she watches over America with dignity and pride. There is no perfect nation no people without sin look to the good and not the bad to bring us home again. And I know we're not supposed to have a tattered and torn flag. That is something we're supposed to uh, dispose of in a respectful manner. But sometimes I look at them, and I have one from 9-11 that is completely tattered and torn, and I hold it to my bosom, and I thank God. I have a quote here from Alan West somewhere that I want to share before I get into everything else. And Daniel will be calling in in our second segment. But this is is a quote from Alan West from November of 2018. He says, If you remember... It was back in the waning days of 2008 presidential election in Columbia, Missouri, when then-Senator and Presidential Candidate Barack Obama made a defining assertion. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. What I found interesting was no one said, Time out, coach. What exactly are you talking about? the lack of any principled inquiry evidence, something very discerning, disconcerting, I'm sorry, in that no one cared what we're supposedly being fundamentally transformed into. Or even a greater point of inquiry should have been from an astute electorate. Why are we fundamentally transforming the world's Longest-running constitutional republic. Alan West will be our guest for a short time on Monday. And I'm going to tell him, (laughs) like I'm saying to you today, now we know. Now we know fundamentally transforming America. Now we know what it looks like. And it's ugly. He, Obama, said it. We were going to fundamentally transform the United States of America. The Democrats deny God. The Democrats cancel everything. The Democrats promote death. The Democrats promote human trafficking. The Democrats support China. The Democrats hate God. The Democrats are against independence. The Democrats hate America. Oh, there's a dark cloud over this nation. It is completely evil. The dark cloud is evil. It is promoted and encouraged by the Democrat Party and the mini-rhino Republicans. Have you ever wondered why? All hell broke loose in D.C. When we the people defied Obama, remember he said America's too smart to do that. In other words, he said, you know what's good for you. You won't elect this man. But we elected a non-politician, a man far from perfect, But a man who loves his nation, and I saw his love for the people of this nation grow and grow as he rallied from state to state. He is no saint. But unlike others who claimed Christianity in politics, Donald Trump stood up for Christians and the First Amendment. And the politicians hated him for that. His talking point while running? were control of border, illegal immigration, bad and unfair or stupid trade deals, jobs for Americans. Why would anyone in this country hate the phrase, make America great again? Well, I think we know. It was after that they began to tear down our history, belittle all that was here, because they didn't want you to know anything about you, about this nation, the good and the bad. They were doing away with all of it, canceling it all. Nothing is good, according to them. I told Rudy, we need to erase the now history and stop this insanity. If there's a dark cloud over our nation. America, we need to pray it away and bring America home. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
2: Subpar immune systems throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using a product called Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune systems. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit Immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-1-5-0.com. If you don't have a computer, call 888-316-2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to try Immuno150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website immuno150.com or call 888-316-2224.
4: Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. We have with us Daniel Turner. We have missed him. How you doing, Daniel? I
5: have missed you, Beth Ann, and happy Friday to you and your wonderful happy life. Happy
4: Friday to you. And I want you to know that this is it. You are in the zone where we love all pronouns, so you can say what you want. <laughs> we will not punish you. We will not correct you. We think... We think he and she are beautiful, so it's okay with me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness, silly it's it's a world! A silly world
5: we live in when we play the the game of language, right? Anyone who has fights the language game really doesn't want to talk about the substance behind it. I mean, language is is really just a reflection of realities. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to deal with reality, you hide it in pronouns and you hide it in. You can't say that, and this word is banned, and it's because there's a deep-down, substantial issue people don't want to talk about.
4: Who's the word cop? Who who gets to call these shots? Who could? <laughs> Who's the one up there saying I ban it? <laughs> well, <laughs> get, get over it, people, because we're not gonna talk like that. <laughs> it's just not gonna <laughs> happen. Oh my! What you been up to, sir?
5: Well, you know, this, this week is United Nations week, oh, and if yeah. there is, if there is an example of a more useless and silly organization, I I don't know what. And and I'm not I'm not criticizing its its initial uh construction. Uh, uh, right? It's absolutely when it when World War II ended and the world was in shambles and. People were afraid of going through this again. We had lost millions of citizens worldwide from, from just awful, I mean, death and destruction and bombs and violence. And I understand the goal of, of, uh, of trying to avoid this happening again. Uh, but since World War II, the United Nations has completely lost its way. Um, I wrote an op-ed not long ago that, that talked about this. Um, there's a pipeline that we're trying to build in Minnesota, and it's called Line 3. It's in the news now because the green groups are trying to shut it down like they shut down Keystone Pipeline. And now the United Nations is involved in Line 3. And the United Nations has sent letters to the Biden administration and to the governor of Minnesota questioning um, the racial and ethnic issues. Uh, uh, violence uh, of building this pipeline because it tramples native lands and all this type of language that we just hear all the time. And and the woman who sent the letter on behalf of the Committee to End Racial Discrimination, it's called CERD, C-E-R-D, the Committee to End Racial Discrimination, is a delegate from China. And you want to say this is a brilliant move on China. They infiltrate the U.N. They put their diplomats in charge of these committees, and they accuse the United States of racism. And you'd like to say to this diplomat from China, you have two million Uyghur slaves in forced labor concentration camps. And you have the gall to send a letter to the governor of Minnesota saying we are afraid of Racial discrimination happening in line three. And the Biden administration is so dumb, they play along and they say to the UN, well, yes, we must look into this allegation and see are we actually guilty? And no one says, I'm not going to accept the letter from the, a Chinese delegation telling us of racism. Go, go, go. I can't go pound sand. I want to say something more vulgar, but I can't. And this is the United Nations in a nutshell now. We have the Saudi Arabia and, and Iran as the head of the Committee on Women's Rights. We have China as the head of the Committee on Racial Discrimination. And we, Are they we had a president.
4: Go ahead. Who,
5: who, we, had a, we had a president not long ago who recognized how dumb the United Nations had become. And they had to get rid of that president,
4: and they well, successfully did. They're mostly a nation, nations united against America and Israel. That's what they mostly are now. Did you know exactly. that we have to have united nations to come out with a world summit against forced organ harvesting? I wonder how many yeah. of them from China are on that one.
5: Exactly. Exactly. We just play this game at pretending that it used to be once a great organization instead of acknowledging what it is now, which is, as you very well put it, it is nations united against the United States and Israel. And all of these third world rogue regimes and and dictator regimes use the United Nations to punish America, to punish Israel, um, and to to get everyone to turn a blind eye to the atrocities they commit. I mean, end Iran. Is the head of the Committee on, human, on Women's Rights. Oh, i you be mean I mean, you look at this and you say, H- how is this possible? It's <laughs> <This laughs> only possible in the neoliberalism of the United Nations. They Earth. left
4: out a word there. It's mm-hmm. a committee against human rights. Against human yeah. rights. is what it is. Um, yeah. it's, it's unreal, it's, right? it's just crazy. Yeah.
5: This is, you know, I like to use the phrase neoliberalism. You could also say post-Christian thought. Mm-hmm. But this is that belief that permeates liberalism now, which says, well, I too am a sinner. And so I can't possibly acknowledge that you did something wrong because I also do things wrong. And, yes, America is not a perfect country. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to compare ourselves to Iran and China... Then, then, and that's what the Biden administration does. And that's the really sad thing is they put well, us all on to, par.
4: They're trying to transform exactly. us into Iran and China. Exactly. And and, and it, so it's just getting bad. I mean, it's just getting horrible.
5: Yeah, and so to see these silly men and women at the United Nations gathering and giving their haughty speeches and. <laughs> And, and no one asks about their carbon footprint, right? Everyone flew to New York, and they're all staying at the Four Seasons, and they're all taking limos and triple parking. If anyone knows New York City this week, they all have <laughs> their diplomatic immunity tags on their cars so they can park in front of a high Fire hydrants, and they can. No one's allowed to touch it. Cops can't give it a ticket. No one can tow it because they're all diplomats and tens of thousands of diplomats clog the streets and just make life miserable, and nothing ever gets accomplished. They need to go back.
4: They need to go back to that song that was in the late '60s, early '70s. I ride my bike, I roller skate, don't drive no car. They need to go back to that.
2: (laughs) You're you're way too
4: young to know that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, she got a brand-new yeah. pair of roller skates, and he got a brand-new key, so... <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: apparently, they're not playing that game in the green world.
5: No, they're not, and, and you know, the green movement uses the United Nations as effectively as, as these other regimes do, and they're talking about... You know, climate change was very important at the U.N. this week. And it was only it was three years ago that Greta Thunberg made her first appearance at the United Nations. How time flies. Right. Um, Remember, she was the young girl who Mm -hmm. took the famous boat ride back, but then flew her entire crew. Uh, and then and then took the boat ride. Her carbon footprint of getting to the UN it was, like
4: that was day, bigger huh? than
5: if she just took a darn plane, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but these are the games we play of the United Nations. and, and well,
4: she she so can afford cool. a
5: boat for everybody.
4: <laughs> Somebody, and <laughs> our fly.
5: president. Oh my God. Our president, his address, I don't know if anyone watched it. I unfortunately, it's part of my job, so I had to sit through the 25 minutes of really you feel bad for him. The stammering, the stammering. The, and the yes, the, the loss of concentration, and we're all supposed to pretend it's normal. Um, Where is his wife? You could only ask that question. Did call out climate change with the anger and the resolution that you would wish he would call out? two million Uyghur slaves in concentration camps or mm-hmm. the, uh, um, cyber attacks by Russia. We've had seven of them launched in his administration so far. Cyber attacks by Russia or uh, um, saber rattling by Iran uh, took British vessels hostage for a couple of days, right? Um, no, the anger is resolved. Uh, the anger is saved for climate change the climate change is not a real enemy it doesn't fight back it doesn't have any weapons a climate change is a perfect enemy because it has no face, no names, no nothing and that's where Joe Biden's anger was and it's just disappointing because the world's getting more dangerous and more volatile because America is weak
4: and, 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 and there's no truth Joe Biden's it. allowing it we've we just got to get the word out that there's no truth in it it is not an existential threat it's not even an itty bitty threat do we need to take care of the, the earth? Yes, we need to be good stewards. But it is not a threat. But everything else this administration is doing is no. a threat to the United States. I have seen some pictures that I'm telling you. I'm scared. I'm a little scared of what's going to happen to this nation. Now I'm going to ask you a question because I did not watch him speak, but I read something in a hi- in a in a highlighted that threw up on threw up. That wasn't a good word. That came up on my computer that uh, that the translators were making fun of biden did that happen or is that just somebody making fun
5: uh, that that i don't have confirmation of that I'm okay not. i, I didn't think it know. really
4: happened but you know sometimes the interpreters when <laughs> they do make some faces Especially the the ones that are doing the hand signals and stuff, (laughs) the hand language, and uh, so I was just wondering because I didn't watch it and I really didn't think that would be correct. But uh, I hear the music, Daniel. We're headed into a Friday. You are going to have a weekend. I hope you have a good one. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for all you. you. I think you are on the docket next Tuesday. I believe. Am I correct on that? I'm uh, looking forward time. to it. <laughs> All right. We always love to have you. Thank you, Daniel. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. <music> and we have in charge of listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have with us our congressional correspondent from the Epic Times, Mark Tascott. He was here with us, oh, it's been a couple of months ago. Well, you are in the thick of it. Mark, how are you doing?
1: Well, I'm fine, Beth. How are you this morning?
4: (laughs) I'm doing great. I almost had a memory lapse. I almost forgot you were calling. That's okay. (laughs) But uh, I tell you what, you got your work ahead of you. What's going on down there? What can you tell us? Well,
1: I'll tell you. I've I've been in Washington, D.C. since 1976, and I have never seen so much going on at one time. Mm. This is this month of September is truly incredible, and I have a feeling that October is going to be even worse. Um. Um, President Biden is trying to, to you know, gain passage in Congress of the biggest single spending bill in American history. And of course, is the $3.5 trillion. Uh, he calls it the Build Back Better plan. <laughs> and... Um, Part of that, by the way, I have a story up this morning, an exclusive, uh, uh, an interview with Senator John Boozman from Arkansas about a proposal that if you're not looking real close, you probably will miss it. And what it is, is Biden wants to hire 87,000 more Internal Revenue Service agents and he wants to give them the authority, essentially, to look at everybody's bank account whenever they want. It's 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 really an amazing proposal that uh, will so the, mean the end of your financial privacy.
4: I read a little something on that earlier this week on the Epic Times that they were kind of fighting back. The bankers were kind of fighting back, but uh, well, this the bankers is mess.
1: opposed to it. The bankers are opposed to it because they will have a big burden of, big additional burden of reporting to the IRS because the way the uh, proposal reads now, any individual transaction that you or I make of $600 or more, they have to report it immediately to the IRS. And so that means lots more reporting by them. And they don't like that. I, you know that's fine. I'm glad they're against it for whatever reason. But the bottom line on it is, this is this is a tremendous invasion of individual privacy, and that's uh, that that ought to concern everybody.
4: We just don't have a whole lot of privacy left. They just keep chipping right. away it's at our liberty. At it. <laughs> it is. You're you know. You're right. It, 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 well, and of course. Is part of that some of they wanted to all go into a cashless society? Is that part of this as well? Um, I
1: suspect that's probably behind it in in some fashion. Um, the, the immediate reason behind it is, you know, $3. <laughs> $3.5 trillion when you're already $30 trillion in debt, you've got to come up with some way to at least appear to be paying for it. And what, what the Biden administration is saying is if you give us this eighty seven thousand more agents and give us the authority to look at everybody's bank account, we'll probably find income that hasn't been reported that should have been. So this will mean the government will get more money and it'll help cover the cost of three and a half trillion dollars. I think that's basically nonsense, that's <laughs> that's what they're that's what they're
4: saying. Wow. Well, and, uh, I heard this newsflash today. I call it a newsflash. <laughs> that, uh, Collins is going to vote against, uh, one of the abortion, uh, uh bills yeah. that Democrats have out. I thought, well, that's a newsflash. A Republican is not going to vote Democrat because that's what she normally does.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, I was very surprised by that too, but, but the bill that she's got to vote against, that the Democrats, I think, probably assumed she would vote for, um, what it does is it takes away all authority from the states to have any kind of limits uh, on abortion on demand.
4: Yeah, so and doctors. She said it doesn't protect the doctors.
1: Exactly. kind of what right? I was saying. And that's that's you know, again, I, I, you know, if that's the reason she wants to oppose it, that's fine. The bottom line is she's going to oppose it.
4: Yeah, so we're, we're okay, okay with that. <laughs> that yeah, that's okay. good news. It is good news. Well, what do you see coming down with some of these bills? Do you think they're going to pass since the Democrats have the... I mean, we can't take much more debt. We're just about to that, that straw that breaks the camel's back. We're. we're I, so I
1: think that's very true. Schumer... Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi had a news conference yesterday, and they made a big to-do about having what they called a framework, quote unquote, to uh, get the $3.5 trillion bill passed and the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill passed and the abortion bill and a whole... A whole Swarm of things that they're trying to jam through all at one time. But if you, if you read it carefully, what they said, this framework, that's just another word for saying, well, we all agree on what we think we want, but they are a long way from having a, an actual text that they have enough people supporting to get it through. So I think the next two weeks are going to be very, very difficult. Um and disappointing for President Biden and, and the Democrats in Congress because they just, I don't think they've got enough votes to get this stuff through. Well,
4: that'd be a blessing if they don't. But they always yeah, get something, you know? They always get something. It's like two steps forward, one step back. They always make a little progress in what they're wanting to yeah, do. That's, that's, I would, that's oh, true. Hang in here with me. I was going to ask you, too. I have uh uh there was something in one of those bills, and I wanted to ask you about that about inheritance, like passing along. We have, you know, I'm in rural America where we have some farms that have been in gener for about five or six or seven generations, and if they were going to do away right. with that, they were going to tax them so hugely that they're not yes. going to be able to pass it along. What do you know about that?
1: Well, it's it's basically the the pass through on uh, on capital gains. If yes. you have a farm and uh, you give it, you know, you, you inherit the farm from from your folks. Uh, the way things are now, you don't have to pay a capital gain on that immediately. Under this proposal that they've got, you would have to value the farm and pay the tax immediately. right. And the, the rates are all going to go up, and effectively what that will do, is it will make it impossible for an awful lot of folks who otherwise would be able to continue a farm operation they won't be able to no and that is that's tragic
4: and then who's going to step up you know they got that 30 30 plan out there where they want 30% more of the land and 30% more of the waterways and it's just uh it's another grab it's just another land grab yeah. to break the independent farmer and rancher and uh Uh, Do they have a bill up there to uh, ban horse reins? Because they're pretty upset about horse reins, right? (laughs) You know, I, I hate to laugh. Say to you that um, my title for the show was Now We Know. They have been talking about um, the what do they call it? The uh, fundamentally changing America, and we wondered what that looked like. And I think now we know. Right. (laughs) We know exactly what it looks like. You want to talk about that a little bit in the next segment, or do you need to go?
1: Well, actually, I do need to go. Okay. Well, I I, knew you were pretty busy i got to follow another story here shortly.
4: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for all that you're doing, Mark. And I think you're going to be busy all weekend, but try to have a good one, okay?
1: You do the same, right. Right, and God I'll bless you. Come back.
4: Oh, absolutely. Bye. God bless you. You've been listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Now we know what it looks like, America. What are we going to do about it? Because it's up to you. It's up to you to bring America home. And we'll be right back.
3: travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631.
0: or send an email to beth at csctalkradio.com.
4: Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, is the keynote speaker for BK Foundation's Kansas City Pro-Life event. Holtz has had the honor of announcing the last two Super Bowls and is the longest tenured and most decorated play-by-play voice in franchise history. In 2020, Mitch was named the Missouri Sportscaster of the Year, his eighth time receiving this prestigious award. His work has been featured on both ESPN and Fox Sports, and he has won three Emmys from the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. Today, Mitch uses his voice to defend life and inspire others to do the same. Holtz supports VK's pro-woman approach which effectively reaches women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. See Mitch Holtis at 7 p.m. on Friday, September 24th at the Sheraton Overland Park Hotel in Overland Park, Kansas at DK Foundation's annual Kansas City Pro-Life event. That's Mitch Holtis on September 24th in Overland Park, Kansas. Register today at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. That's mypillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. I want to concentrate here in this last segment about now you know what it looks like, and it isn't pretty, folks. I want you to close your eyes for just a second, and I want you to look. At a Norman Rockwell painting of America. How beautiful, simple, loving time it was. Families loving each other. Not without problems. There's always going to be problems. Maybe you see a white picket fence. Now open your eyes and think about what we see on the border. Think about the huge refugee camp that just hit in Chicago. That's Afghanistan's. And think about, close your eyes and think about a dark cloud up above us. And what you see is human trafficking, child pornography, the murdering of Unborn babies, the execution of newborn babies that maybe have Down syndrome or are imperfect in some way and they decide it's too much of a burden. Think about the many missing women because they've been murdered or trafficked. Because the one they're chasing after right now, the murdered woman, she's not the only one. Think about the broken
2: families.
4: Now open your eyes. What we saw was pure evil. Pure evil. There was no God in that dark cloud. Only evil. Father is the light. Darkness is there. When God is not present. We have a Democrat party that is denied God, booed God, and is trying to remove Christianity from our schools, from our churches even, from our public places. They want to separate you as to whether you wear a mask and don't wear a mask, whether you have a vaccination or don't have a vaccination. They want to vaccinate the children, the babies, who have no, absolutely no Risk, unless they are already sick of COVID. They're okay with human trafficking. That's what we see at the border. They, they don't care that that man might have hit somebody with his reins, which I don't believe he did. Rudy and I even argued about that. They're having to chase illegal aliens with horses so they don't run them over with vehicles because you can't get a vehicle in there. They could have chased them. They could have shot them. They could have lassoed them. They're just trying to corral them. Well, it looks like animals. They're acting like animals. Have you looked under that bridge? Think about America. Think about the dream, the American dream. They want to remove that American dream. It isn't about bringing in illegals to make them have a happy life. It's to take your happy life away. They don't want you to pass down that family farm because they want the property. They are going to break this country, and that is what they're doing. Nothing is by accident. They are doing it intentionally. We are not helpless although it feels like it. How are we going to be brave? You know, I have a problem with people that make predictions sometimes because those predictions seem to not come true. And I have an article here that is from a woman that she said God showed her an America that's coming and how we're going to suffer. I've been saying that it doesn't really take a genius to figure that out. Do you think, and I'm just bringing it up, I'm not talking about the homosexuality alone. I'm talking, but Sodom and Gomorrah, do you think that was a happy place to live? That wasn't the only problem Sodom and Gomorrah had. They had, it said they'd turned completely away from God. Completely. There was human trafficking, there was death, there was rape, there was everything going on there. They have to change the language. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's their hero, but yet they took her quote and they completely distorted it. Her quote is, the when this is over Roe versus Wade, and of course that's under attack right now. Thank goodness, I don't imagine they'll get anywhere with it. The way to stop abortion is to change the hearts of the people. Not that I'm against changing it by the law, I'm okay with that. But the way to really stop it is the hearts of the people. She said, The decision whether or not to bear a child is central to a woman's life, to her well-being and dignity. It is a decision she must make for herself. When government controls that decision for her, she is being treated as less than fully adult human responsible for her own choices. So the left decided to quote her and honor her, but in doing that, they disrespected all women. Because, you see, women don't have a right right now. They need to be completely canceled. So they take her same quote, and they say, the decision whether or not to bear a child is central to a person's life, to their well-being and dignity. When the government controls that decision for people, they are being treated as less than a, fully adult, human, responsible for their own choices. They took all the female pronouns out of there. Cancel, cancel, destroy, demean. They have been demeaning women for a long, long time. And when they had the nasty women with their little pink hats that were supposed to represent a part of the female's anatomy, You knew right then they were demeaning women. They had young girls there. But let me tell you, it isn't all about that. It isn't all about that, but it is with them. They are addicted to sin and to sex. So, we'll end with this. This is almost funny. But President Biden cancels Lee Greenwood. Americans from the lake of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee are fighting mad about President Biden canceling the man who wrote God Bless the USA. Lee Greenwood. Are they going to cancel Kate Smith, you know, over God Bless America? Lee Greenwood said he had been removed by the Biden administration from the National Council Council on the Arts. The beloved country musician had been appointed to the commission by former President George W. Bush. He had continued to serve during the administration of Barack Obama and Donald Trump. He, Trump, used my song, God Bless the USA, which is unilateral for me. It's meant for all people, not just for a particular political party. Lee Greenwood wrote, God Bless the USA, and now Biden wants him canceled. He's cleaning house, and finally, he's fired a patriot. Trump didn't fire enough people. We are overrun with communists and evil, and it's time for America to start waking up and bring America home.
3: at rangemagazine.com.
6: of latter-day saints imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center where heritage and responsibility instill character where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence there is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students national test scores average near the 90th percentile Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us. Find us online or in the yellow pages, American Heritage School in American Fork.